Wake, 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 wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get on your Monday. It's already 50 degrees outside. Spring has definitely sprung. 47 in Muskegon, 50 in Wyoming, Kenwood, 47 in Rockford, 49 in Ada. Cloudy today with a high of 76. Overnight lows 53. Mostly cloudy tomorrow and 78. Christine feeling better today. Back in the Hi. studio. Did you miss me? Uh, yes. How about you, Steve? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah it was great. I mean, it was no. <laughs> no, it was a let's start the bright end song. Okay. K-I-D to the R-O-C-K, Kid Rock, all summer long. I don't know. That just always wakes me up and makes me feel like going somewhere and having fun. Yeah, me too. I was going to say, I'm ready for summer. I'm ready for the boat and the lake. And... you have a boat? No, but oh. I'll be on someone's boat. <laughs> Please, someone invite me on your boat. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Got awkward. We lost Connie of Connie and Fish to cancer at the beginning of January. Connie and I owned a boat together for three years. It was some of the most fun summers we ever had. It yeah. Was, wasn't cheap. But no. uh, and you got are you a good boat guest, Christine? Of course I am. What do you bring? Uh, whatever, I don't know, to like for myself to drink. You nope. mean to say thank you for letting me ride on your boat? Whatever someone needs. No, but I, mean, I like, usually ask someone, do you "What ask? do you need?" Okay, yeah, good. what do you need, and I'll bring it over. Because it's not the boat people's position to have to ask, but they should at least be asked. Like, oh yeah, I always ask. We had friends that would just show up, you know, and like, "Hey, I brought a six, I'm ready." Oh, is that one for each of us? Because yeah. like, <laughs> right. I'm about to spend three hundred dollars in gas. So as we tool around for twelve hours, so like, because gas on boats, especially now, yeah, not cheap, my friends, not cheap. So okay, so you're under the weather on Friday. Mm-hmm. I was talking to you a little bit off the air about uh, your weekend, though. Other than a small case of food poisoning, it sounds like you had a good time. <laughs> you just had yeah. the worst sickness week ever. And, I know, man. Yeah. Uh, Damn allergies. Yeah, That's we, a whole other story. Christine's on a uh, Christine's on a roll already, Steve. I, I've already been informed that it's uh, going to be a week. Oh, yeah. So, and I checked my calendar. I'm like, you're two days early. <laughs> that's when his myriad starts. <laughs> yeah, that's my, my myriad. We, usually we're in sync. Mm-hmm. I don't like to brag. No, but okay. So you, uh, other than a weird reaction to some food, did you figure that whole thing out? By the way, you were at a restaurant. You, uh, yeah, had some food. Yeah, and it turned out I was a, even though despite because I have a lot of stupid allergies. Yeah, and so I told the waitress everything. Like I listed everything I was allergic to. I was like, you know, just cross contamination type of thing. And I made sure to order something on the menu that had nothing I was allergic to. And then two bites in, I'm like. Uh-uh, something's not right. But Oof. thankfully, I always keep Benadryl and my EpiPen on me. I don't... You I don't, don't want to mess EpiPen. around with that. Yeah, EpiPen is like last case. <laughs> you know, yeah. so yeah. that's why I always take the Benadryl first. But two bites in, I knew something was up. 
So oh god, that would be it's so worse. I'm sorry for what you go through, but Steve, how cool would it be if we were at lunch with Christine? And she had a reaction, and I got to just hit her in the heart with the epipen. That's not where you use the no, epipen. No, you do it on the thigh. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not touching her thighs. We're coworkers. I'll stab her in the heart. I'm not doing and she's Steve, like, can I come in there? Yeah, right? She, like, can't breathe. And she's like, no, no. And I'm like, I know. Go, go. I got it. I got it. Like, that, would be, that would be awesome. No, oh, it wouldn't. God, that'd be great. Do you have an adrenaline pin? I could hit you with one of those, too, like in the movies. Nope. Guess who I'm not asking. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Well, and plus, then I'm going to like... Fish, don't stab me. Then I got to cotton swab your thighs and stuff before I hit you with an EpiPen to make sure it's alcohol-free or whatever. Nope, you just stab me. <laughs> make like, sure it's alcohol-free. Two shots of Fireball, and I got to do her thighs real quick. <laughs> I'm oh rubbing gosh. it in there. Isn't that what you do? When you, you don't want to just stab it. Like, when you go to a doctor, they rub you down. What kind of doctor are you going to? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you mean the rub down? <laughs> yeah, the doctor oh I love, God. baby. Oh, yeah. No. I, isn't that what they do? They rub you down when they before they hit you with yeah, the needle. Yeah, they sterilize the area. Yeah, yes, they do. I got to yeah. sterilize your areas. You, you're staying far away from me. Why? <laughs> My EpiPen is going nowhere near yeah. you. <laughs> Could have saved your life. Could have saved your life. I'm good to go. I'm just here. Stab her in the heart. Just make sure you pour a couple of shots of Fireball on her chest before you there do you it. There you go. Steve, anything? Yeah. Sterilizing yeah. it. Yeah, you need me to watch your kids for you, bro? No, I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, Thanks okay. for offering, though. I appreciate just it. All right, Christine, you were out this weekend, mm-hmm. and you went to a restaurant, and you had a uh, culinary experience that was not satisfactory. No, it yeah. wasn't. And right. it, it was just one of those things where it was like one thing after another. Okay, now you so, have a list of allergies. Yeah, I do. So I want to pretend, we're going to do a little role play here, and we're going to pretend that Steve is your waiter, even though I know this weekend you had a waitress. Not relevant, Yeah, waiter. And he's going to come up to you, and I want to I want to know exactly what you said to this uh, fine, fine person who was working at the establishment. Okay, well, let's start off with drinks first. Well, so, I mean, like, no, I, I don't uh, want to know what hi, you're drinking. I'm Steve. I'm your waiter. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get you started with some drinks. What would you like? <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> but that's where it all started is what oh, I'm okay. trying I'm to like, say. Oh, okay. Were you allergic to something in the booze as well? Okay. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like, it was one thing after right. another. It started with the drinks. I'd like a dirty martini with olives. However, just the normal olives, not the blue cheese ones. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll write that down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay. she, when she comes back with the drink, it's the blue cheese one. She's like, oh, my gosh, let me go get the other one. Okay. Here's so, your blue cheese olive martini. Oh, my gosh, it's the wrong one. Let me go get you the other yeah. one. So, so she's made a boo-boo there. Yeah. Okay. And she comes back with the other one. No big deal. Yeah. Then it's time to order dinner. What would you like for dinner? Um, I'm going to do this walleye dish, please, but I have a lot of allergies, so, uh, and you have everything on the menu that I'm allergic to, so oh I just want to list all of them. Okay, here we go. This is where it gets interesting. But I actually don't want to list all of them because I have this weird fear of, like, people knowing what I'm allergic to and then someone trying to poison me. So. Wait, wait. <laughs> so I rather not list so all you did my not allergies. Tell. I did tell her, but I don't want to say it on the air. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
okay. Yeah. That's fine. Just uh, so allergies, just how many? Give me uh, a number. Man, I think like five or six. Okay, five like or six. Like five or six major ones. As the waiter, I stopped paying attention to. after the third because <laughs> that's, that's a lot. What I'm wondering. <laughs> and that's where I'm thrown here. But I saw her write them all down. Okay. So I listed each one and I told her just like, make sure because cross contamination, you know, like I'm really, really allergic. So she wrote them all down, bring my dish. And then I eat, take two bites of it, and I'm like, something's not right. Immediately yeah, something's take, off. Yeah, immediately take a Benadryl. Like, I felt it in my throat, felt it in my ears. I felt it in my hands. Like, it's intense. So okay. I take a Benadryl, and then she comes to the table to ask how everyone's doing. How is everyone doing with their meals? <laughs> Steve. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm pretty sure there's something in here that I'm allergic to because I could feel it. That's what she said to you. I know. I was waiting for the horn oh, to stop playing. I know, sorry. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, here you go. It's called a dramatic pause. No, you're right. <laughs> I love it. Well, you listed so many damn things, I couldn't write them all down. <laughs> Is that really what she said? <laughs> That's definitely not what she oh, said. Oh, because that would have been so amazing. She immediately was like, oh my gosh, let me find, like, what can I do? Uh, I was like, I'm just curious if there was something in this meal because I made sure to look that there wasn't when I read it on the menu. And she comes back. She takes it to the kitchen. She finds out with the chef. She's like, you allergic to soy because it's cooked with soy oil. I was like, no, not at all. So, huh. yeah, she takes it away. And then um, or she goes back. The manager comes. Oh, boy. Here we go. Manager? Sure. I hear there's a problem here. I was just wondering what's going on. <laughs> well, she already knew, so she came to apologize. Oh, I'm here. Oh, it's a woman? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so I heard there's a problem here, and uh, I'm really sorry about what happened. It sounds like you're just a little picky. I mean, allergic <laughs> to the food here. <laughs> sounds like you really just don't like our cooking. Let's see if we can make it up to you there. That's fine. We'll just do something to try and appease you and get you out of here. <laughs> What can I do for you? Is that about right? Well, she asked if there was anything else I can uh, What else would you order. like? What else so would you like So I ordered, the, I figured I'd go the safe route and order a chicken salad. So an abundance, uh, so an, a dish consisting of a wide variety of things shoved in a bowl and spun around. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Some chicken yeah. on top. To the allergic girl. Yeah, okay. So. And so you get your chicken salad and you were happy. Well, actually, then the chicken salad comes out and it's not what I thought, which oh. was salad with chicken breast on it. Okay. It was actually like chicken salad, like the one that's mixed with mayo and onions that you would put yeah, on a sandwich. That's what, that's what it is. But it was under the salad section. Normally that should be under the sandwich or handheld section. So who is so the problem here? I, I know, that. right? So I asked the waitress and I told her, she, she was like, oh my gosh. No, I was, she was like, like, it's not a big deal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, it's not a big deal because she came to ask how th if things were better. I was like, can I just get some bread to eat with it? So she brought bread. Can I have my bread, Steve? Here's some bread <laughs> okay. for your chicken salad. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah, right. For you. Okay, so but, you have some bread. So I ended up eating that, and it was good, even though it was just, you know, again, kind of one thing <laughs> after another. But they were super cool, and they only charged me for one drink, so I made sure to give her a really good tip. Well, that was good that you tipped her well since she charged you for one drink, and they gave you four meals. Right? Yeah. <laughs> As Christine, no fault of mine. So here's the question: Is it Christine's fault, or is she leaving? And they're, you know, the. I hate the world today. Are they thinking something else <laughs> when think she so. when she leaves? Like, so that is my question here. And I, we, we could do a quick Connie Fishbowl if you want to weigh in all the ways. But mm -hmm. when Christine leaves this restaurant, is she a handful person? 
or are they at, like are they at fault? Who's at fault in that scenario? I mean, I don't think anyone was necessarily at fault, but I don't know what went wrong. Steve, what do you <laughs> think? When I listed all my allergies. I mean, it's the cook's fault, probably. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it comes down to it. She listed all of her allergies. So when she walked out of that bar, they weren't looking at her going. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, they weren't. They were. After working a lot uh, in, re- in the restaurant polite. industry, that's probably what they were saying when she was like, "Oh my God, that Jewish girl that was just eating in here." Yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta get her out of here. Like, what is going on? Even though she's Chaldean, yeah. which is like a whole. Like, so, do you did you feel crappy through the whole thing, or were you like, not my problem? What do you mean? Did I feel crappy? Like you keep sending food back. You're. I mean, I hate like being that person, but it's just. It, it happened that way, you know? Well, and then the waitress, again, is looking at Christine as she leaves the bar. and I'm a bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. But then she walks over and sees, what'd you tip percentage? I mean, way over. I mean, Well, way over the $2 drink they only charged it for. But yeah, like, she's I, like, it was 20 35%. Bucks yeah, did you leave a 20? Yeah. <laughs> 35% on a yeah. $2 drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but so like what? 20 get, bucks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a glorious move. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not bad. Still, though, I'm, I, was, I, was, I was like, you were telling me about the story, and I'm like, hmm, is this one of those deals where you just had a bad experience, or were you the bad experience? And you, <laughs> and you also uh, taught the, waiter, the waitress that um, all you have to do is poison your uh, your customer, and then you get a nice tip. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's actually a very valid point, Steve. Mm, don't poison. I didn't think about that. Don't poison your customer. Good lord. The text question of the day today, Christine. Today's text question of the day. You can message via the app. You can text in, etc., etc., etc. What's something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? So, what's your thing that puts you in a good mood? Uh, for me. It's honestly was like the major answer the click of six also gave, which is coffee. I just love You're a coffee. That first like sip in the morning, like you feel it in your heart and soul. Yeah. You really do. That's how I am with Jaeger. <laughs> no. <laughs> every morning, four AM. Yeah, just when I get here, just every day, just wake up, wake up early, four AM, go for a nice jog. Have some Jaeger. <laughs> Just go with it. Uh, text question of the day today. So yours is straight up coffee. Steve, are you a coffee that instantly puts you in a good mood, or what's yours? Uh, it's not coffee, although I love coffee. Mine is when I can wake up and get Izzy to go back to sleep for a couple of hours. Which means you get to go back Which to sleep. Which extends my sleep as well. Win-win situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. I love this text question today. It's kind of a fun, easy one for today, but still, something you do or you can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood. Mine is sleep in Saturday, wake up, bowl of cereal, bed, TV. Oh, I like that, too. That puts me in a good mood as well. Just instantly happy. Yeah. Instantly happy. And Alicia will go, so are we going to clean today? And she starts to get fidgety and bored, and I look at her. I I think over the weekend uh, when she said that I gave her, like, the dirtiest look. And I didn't mean to. I was like, you know but your what? face spoke for yeah. itself. You like, couldn't hide it. It was like one of these, like, no. I'm like, just let me chill for another. Give me even an hour. Yeah. Not like Steve, where we got a kid. Walk, well, didn't you say your kid walked up to you this weekend, like right into your face when you're sleeping? Like, cereal, 
Cereal. Yeah. Because I was sleeping on the couch because Izzy's still sleeping in the chair. And I woke up. It was like, I don't even know, 6.20 in the morning or whatever. And I wake up to Charlotte. About an inch away from my face, and Which she's is like, "Super cute." I'm must super be hungry. I want cereal. I want cereal, Daddy. I want cereal. That's <laughs> so like, oh funny. God. I mean, it is super cute it from our cute. side, Christine. It's not <laughs> cute when it happens to you. Like cereal, <laughs> cereal, cereal. Did you give her cereal right away, or did you make her go back to bed? Uh well, I mean, she's up for the day at that point because Izzy was awake too. See, I would have grabbed her and like. Rolled her onto the couch and went like, just sleep with dad for a little bit. I do that if he's asleep. Do but... that because she's not my kid and that's creepy. Yeah, no. <laughs> Especially like... if you call yourself dad. Yeah. Sleep yeah. with dad for a little bit. Yeah. She's like, who are you? Yeah. Why am I <laughs> we were very sad on Friday when we did not get to speak with our good friend Ira. Ira, how are you doing today? Okay, very, very good. Okay, so Ira, today we did, uh, I know we didn't get the chance to talk to you on Friday. But we did the text question of the day today, which is, what's something you do, Ira, every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? Every every morning, I call up Fish Christina Steve and it makes on it, 95.7. And that's what wakes me up gets, in the morning. Gets you going? Yes. Puts you in a good mood? That's important to be in a good mood, it don't you think? It lifts up my spirit. You lift up ours too. Yeah. Nah, Christine doesn't usually say that Thank about you. you Christine. She Thank doesn't you. say that about you off the air, Ira. She says weird, awkward things about you <laughs> off the air. It's very uncomfortable, to be honest with you. Oh, no. I know Christine talks highly about me. Of course. Yeah, and everybody does. Yeah, I, well, we, of course we you. do. She, uh, she, talks, she does talk about you a little bit off the air. I can't remember what. Steve, do you remember what she said the other day? Can you remember what she was saying about Ira the other other day give it to me stud oh yeah, yeah. that's what it was mm, yeah that's what it was <laughs> i have weird sound clips of christine and i literally just shut off her microphone christine and played is, is great she Thanks. is you're great too and ira did say he would go down to 30 years old for women i know he would yes i would <laughs> ira, how's the weather looking in west michigan today my friend oh, it, 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 it's just wonderful two percent precipitation Humidity at 87% and the wind is two miles per hour. Right now on the poly cloudy skies, 49 degrees, going up to a big of 77 degrees. You heard it on 95.7, the mix with Fish, Christine, Steve, and Thank you, Ira. You have a wonderful day. Thank you very much, my friend. Okay. <laughs> so last Thursday, Christine, I know you were under the weather on Friday, so yeah. you weren't here. So last Thursday, Katy Perry released a video for a song called Electric. It's actually very she uses what's uh, we're teaching we taught Christine, and she's definitely learned it now. The dramatic pause in this song. Yes. So this is gonna throw you a little bit, okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Yeah, It's a video with a, an actress in it and Pikachu, but here comes the pause. There it is. Electric. Dramatic pause, Steve. You've got the power now. It's a good 
song, actually. I like it. It's got that Katy Perry sound. As yeah, they, uh, I really like it. American Idol starts to wrap up. It's got an actress in it who actually, Christine, did some research on it. It, it literally looks like, I'm like, did having a kid change Katy Perry's face, Christine? I'm like, <laughs> that's not Katy Perry. She's in my top 20. I'm like, that is not Katy Perry. And she's like, I think it is. And we had to Google yeah, it. Yeah, I Googled oh, it. Wow. And it's an actress. Um, her name is Millie Aspen Caputo. She's a an actress in Hawaii. That's where she's mostly done stuff. But she plays a young Katy Perry in this electric music video. And I'm telling you, they all the news sources are like, Katy Perry and Pikachu hang out in this video. No, it's not Katy Perry, bro. So today's text question of the day, and Christine's answer was straight up coffee. Yep. Steve's, uh, when his kid passes back out and goes back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Mine is sleeping Saturday in a bowl of cereal. But today's text question of the day is what? What's something you can do every morning or something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? So you can message in via the app. You can text. It's free download in your app store, though. Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge is like a raindrop falling from the sky and it lands in a field of sausages. <laughs> sausages are growing inside of a field and the, field, the, the sausage is watered from the knowledge of the sky and then the knowledge of the sausage bonds with the water, goes into the sausage truck and gets delivered to your favorite pizza place where they slice it up and dice it up and do whatever the crap they do to the sausage. They place the sausage on the pizza. The pizza goes through the oven and as that knowledge of sausage heats up, it gets boxed and delivered to your place. You open up the box, you open up your garlic butter, dip the knowledge of the sausage into the knowledge of the garlic butter and they merge, become one, enter your mouth. Go down your throat, 360, 184, 27, up to your brain, and that is how you get knowledge. But wouldn't you swallow it and it goes down to your, your digestive no, system? Because remember, knowledge always comes back to your brain, okay. which is what I'm about to provide you with. <laughs> that was... That was great. You said right rain there. and sausage. I didn't think you were going to combine the two, but well, a sausage field? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Hamburger. <laughs> hey, the first, uh, as far as food goes, the first recorded sandwich in history was made by a rabbi. A rabbi. <laughs> a rabbi. <laughs> hey. Rabbi. Oh, my God. I'm your rabbi. We're bastards. I know. It was made by a rabbi uh, named... Hillel the Elder for Passover in the first century BC. It was a mix of nuts, apples, spices, and wine in between two pieces of matzah. Mm. Matzah bread? Yeah. yeah. I need all of that. It's the first recorded sandwich. I thought you can't have nuts. I can have nuts. Okay. Uh, the most common sentence, sentence in the Harry Potter books is nothing happened. Just two words. Huh. The most common sentence in the Twilight books, two words as well. I sighed. I bet Bella said it all the yeah, time. She, she sighed a lot. I sighed. I'm Bella. Uh, uh, the, most the most money someone could make on an episode of Jeopardy, one episode, is $566,400. That would require getting the Daily Double as the last question in both rounds and doubling with them every time 
the most somebody's actually won in one episode was $131,127. Wow. Yeah. So I, know like, I thought you could win so much more. No, yeah. They just make it look like that. Hmm. Do you guys remember the movie The Mask with Jim Carrey oh, and yeah. Cameron Diaz? Good movie. She wasn't supposed to be in it. It actually was supposed to go to Anna Nicole Smith. Really? Who, if you Google her, it's uh, not would have had this. Wouldn't have had the same response. No, and wasn't that like Cameron Diaz's breakthrough? Yeah, movie? breakout role. Yeah, breakout yeah. role. She was. I love Cameron Diaz. Me too. Yeah, she's awesome. I hope she comes back from retirement. And maybe self-imposed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about gas. A lot of people are talking about gas lately. I thought yep. you'd like a little nug on that because you know prices are going to be going up and up and up. Mm-hmm. There's enough energy in one gallon of gas. To charge your iPhone once a day for over 10 years. Whoa. So one gallon of gas contains enough energy to charge your iPhone once a day for over 10 years. Of course, your battery won't last that long. Right. And the thing will break down after about three. Yeah. So there's always that. But there you go. Now you've been learned, my friends. Christine, today's text question of the day is... What's something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? You can text in. You can message via the app. If you want to text or call, it's area code 616-600-957. We're local. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Man, this is a real good one. Uh, Right out of the giddy-up, Kobe Bryant. So over the weekend, Kobe Bryant went into the Basketball Hall of Fame. It was on Saturday. His wife, Vanessa, gave uh, just a really touching, heartwarming speech. Kobe had many accomplishments. Five-time NBA champion, five-time New York Times best-selling author, 18-time All-Star, a league MVP, and two-time finals MVP. Two-time Olympic gold medal winner. He is also the first professional athlete to win an Oscar. The list goes on, but his most cherished accomplishment... The list goes on. Good Lord, what else did he have time for? Right? But, okay, sorry, back to her speech. Accomplishment was being the very best girl dad. Aww. Congratulations, baby. All of your hard work and sacrifices paid off. You once told me, if you're going to bet on someone, bet on yourself. I'm glad you bet on yourself, you overachiever. You did it. You're in the Hall of Fame now. You're a true champ. You're not just an MVP. You're an all-time great. That was... Uh... Kobe, Kobe Bryant's wife uh, talking about him as he got put in the Basketball Hall of Fame on Saturday. I mean, it was a matter of time anyway before he was put in there. Yeah. Obviously, we would all prefer that Kobe Bryant were still alive, but talk about a resume. Good yeah. Lord, that and guy did a lot. Top of that, coaching his daughter's school, and yeah. they have his That's mama great. foundation. I That's mean, just, awesome. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. It's cool the stuff that he did with his kids and that he had time to do that and whatnot, but the 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 MVP first professional athlete to win an Oscar I mean it's just insane mm-hmm. the guy had a hell of a resume so uh, Kobe Bryant uh, again honored over the weekend for the Basketball Hall of Fame so this is a weird one it's a little uh, some space age action for your uh, face head and neck there was a U.S. Navy ship uh, it spotted what they call a spherical object flying. And then dropping into the ocean off the coast of San Diego. Now, this actually happened in 2019. Okay. So this actually it happened in 2019, Christine, was recently confirmed by the Pentagon. So they released this. Took off. Spooking it. It's flashing in the barrier. 
got two minutes thirty nine seconds. Keep going, bro. It's getting close. What was splashed? Splashed. Mark bearing a rain. Are they here? Have they been here? Are they underwater? Maybe the aliens actually bond. Why are we so presumptuous to see think they would go for us? Right? Maybe they go for the fish. <laughs> that's Maybe what they're you're doing. An alien. I, what? Maybe you're an alien. What we is this, don't men know. in black? <laughs> yeah, she's been watching this new alien show where someone an alien's masquerading as a human or are something. Are you serious? Yeah. an alien on sci-fi. Oh, God. Man. <laughs> so now you're hooked on that? Yeah, I oh, like Christine. it. Oh, Christine. I like alien stuff. No, and I, I, know I you like do. alien and zombie stuff. So resident alien, what's it about? It's this uh, alien that crashed into Patience, Colorado. Oh, gosh. And he ends up killing a human and taking form of him. Oh, and my God. He's a, he's a, he poses as the new town doctor <laughs> after the town okay, doctor Okay, we're done. Is this on Hallmark? Killed. No, I'm, it's I'm on good. sci-fi. Okay. So, wait. Is it like Hallmark, though? No, it's Hallmark not Hallmark. Hallmark for nerds. But it's, he, but it's funny. It's really funny, too. He crashes, and he happens to land in... Uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Pleasantville, Maryland, <laughs> yeah, where he walks through, and they just, you know, they say, hey, neighbor, how are you? How are you? And then he falls in love with a neighbor girl, right? Nope. Is there, no, nope. there a love story in there? No. Nope. Is he having a, let me guess, it's on sci-fi? Yeah. His, uh, the antagonist, or the person that he's up against, uh-huh. is a kid. It is. It's a nine-year-old kid. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. That's just one storyline. <laughs> That's just what, but is that the main one right no, now? No, it's not the main one. Yeah, but it's- okay. It's okay, it's, honey. It's there. It's your choice, your TV. <laughs> All right. Tax day. Let's talk about it. Today is the official day for tax day. A couple facts I'm going to drop on you here real quick, and then uh, I'm going to have a conversation about, uh, we'll let you choose your pet or your woman, but we'll talk huh? about that in a sec. <laughs> One in 14 Americans actually enjoy doing their taxes. I don't know anyone Ew. that enjoys doing My them. dad does. Does he? He does them by hand. He gets the booklet and everything and sits down. Oh, wow. I remember. And my, he takes so long to do it. My mom would get so mad because he would just be, he'd take over the entire dining room table and sit there for like an entire week. With oh, all my gosh. tax booklets, reading everything line for line. <laughs> Good that for him. horrible. Yeah. Good for him, though. Okay, so if we do get a refund, the top things allegedly we plan on doing it with this year Paying off debt, putting it in savings, use it for living expenses, invest it. One in ten people said they'd use it to treat themselves. I always used to treat myself with treat my refund. Yourself. Always would hook myself up. Our biggest tax fears are finding out we owe money, mm-hmm. making a mistake, not maximizing our refund, and what's the final one? Uh, getting in late. Nope. Oh. Tax fear. What do you think, Christine? Uh... Not getting any money. Good answer. Getting audited. Oh, yeah, duh. Say you were close. Ooh. Yeah, getting audited. Have you ever been audited? No. Nope. Not fun. Around 7 in 10 Americans uh, usually take the standard deduction, 21% itemized. That's what I do. And the other 10% don't know what a deduction, didn't know what a deduction was. <laughs> Steve, what is a deduction? No, some people don't, might not know, Steve. A deduction is something that you can get a tax credit for. So, like, let's say even having children and using daycare, you can get a deduction for that. Yeah, or uh, even uh, work like deductions. If, depending on, yeah, work deductions like your headphones and stuff, but then you have mm-hmm. to itemize and is it worth mm-hmm. the rub? Is the thing you got to look out for. 50% of us do our taxes as early as possible. 54% of us do our taxes as early as possible. 15% wait until the last minute. Mine have been done for a couple. Well, mine have been done for a couple months, but we paid them because we had to pay in because uh, Alicia is a realtor, so it's an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. We had to pay in 
We paid in a couple weeks ago. Yours are done? Yeah, I mean, I just sent mine out this weekend. Okay. <laughs> for, so, the, for the state, because I owe to the state. Okay. So I uh, went and paid that. Steve, I'm assuming you did yours, what, two months ago? Nope. Uh, mine are oh. done. I just haven't submitted them yet because I'm waiting because wow. I, I think the government still owes me some money. Oh, I trying to get some of that how. sweet, sweet uh, stimulus, stimulus money. Yeah. There you go. Uh, okay, and a couple other things. Do you do your taxes? Yes, I do. You do them? Yes. Okay. I used to. Why? Well, I, I would at least find the accountant because uh, I'm not good. I used to do my own. Mm-hmm. And then I just, then I sat down with an accountant once and they were like, you can make this much and this much. Mm-hmm. Uh, men think they know more about taxes than women, actually. But actually, women know more. Guys were more, uh, much, much more likely to say they understand the tax code, but a thousand people took a test. 49% of the women out of that thousand got an A. Compared to just 35% of men. I'm not surprised. I feel like a lot of women in a household are in charge of the finances. And they're the ones who keep it organized and all that stuff. I don't, uh, I used to be, I have control of my finances. You know, I got married later in life. But Alicia would say, did you do this? And I'd be like, yeah. Did you ask this? Did you ask that? And I was like, no. What? (laughs) You just just take it. (laughs) Here. And then she'll say, I do all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because if I don't, you're going to ask me 60 <laughs> questions. And she'll go, no, I won't. And I'll be like, okay, I'll try this next goal. I'll call on getting something fixed in the home. Did you ask him this? Did you ask him that? No. You know what? You just do it. Bust my junk. I don't even care. And then finally, and this is an interesting thing I'd love to talk to the Click of Six about a little bit. Do you think your pet should be able to be claimed as a dependent? Yeah. Yeah. They're not cheap. Do you actually think you can claim that you should claim a pet as a dependent? Yeah. Really? Why not? Why not? More money. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Give me my dependent. All right. I want to do you actually think, and I'm a pet owner. We're all pet owners yeah. here. Steve has two. Yeah. Now, let's be honest. Okay. Let's we're gonna put this caveat on it. If you could claim your pet as a dependent, we'll say you max out at two pets. Okay. Because somebody's, oh, then you get like 30 dogs. What if you have a farm? 30 dependents. You max out of two pets. Let's not like, like, let's just say you max out of two pets. That's crazy. Farms, that's a workspace. They probably do claim that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, like, I'm saying two pets max. Mm -hmm. Do you think you should be able to write off your pets like you write off your kids? And if you have kids or if you don't have kids, should you get more? More kids, more money. Oh, <laughs> yeah, more like, kids. No more kids. No, you're training your no. dog for a baby. <laughs> yeah. So, Christine, the text question of the day today is what? What's something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? For me, especially, it's that first sip of coffee. Yeah, you like that yum yum, which is what a lot of people said. Mm-hmm. I, I like sleeping Saturday, nice bowl of cereal, sit in bed, boom, happy. Watch a little bit of booby tooby, and I'm good to go. Booby tooby. Yeah, you don't speak French, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Steve, yours was uh, just if your kid goes back to sleep for a yeah, little bit. so I can get a little more sleep, please. Daddy needs a rest. <laughs> so we were talking about a uh, stat that I shared with you uh, about uh, 44% of people thought you should be able to claim your pet as a dependent. And we, we got some people that messaged in and said you should or shouldn't. But we got this interesting text I want to talk more about. So uh, take a listen to this bad boy because it, it fascinates me. I'm curious, click a six of your take on this said i know that you guys are uh, i know that you guys are ta- talking about claiming your pet as a dependent i am a pet owner and i definitely don't think you should be able to do that hmm. 
However, this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. My husband and I, 38 and 35, have decided not to have kids. I think it's dumb that we have to pay as much as parents with kids for schools. It seems like it should be less, if nothing, for us. I'm, I'm assuming they're homeowners. Because when you're a homeowner, you have to pay property within your taxes. Yeah. You pay for school. So we're talking about all this because today is tax day, right? But, Steve, you have kids. You want to touch this with a 10-foot pole? Yeah. I mean, I, my retort to that is I don't think I should pay for Medicare then because I don't use it. Well, yeah, but you might use Medicare. Yeah, these so guys pay are, for it when I do. These guys are not having kids. <laughs> well, they might eventually. You never know. But they're saying they're not having kids. Yeah, so while they might they, have a whoopsie. So you don't think you should pay for med- your retort to that is well let's say they don't have a whoopsie yeah, let's or, say they or can't. social security I'm not going to pay social security so these guys though. are saying they're not having kids yeah. ever yep. boom so let's say it's I'm a never fact. retiring Steve that's I, a that's I such a childlike argument I mean no it, it's not it's well, no, how is there, it a childlike because argument because she may not be able to have kids scientifically yeah and I may have a lifespan scientifically to where I'll die when I'm 40 and never use social security so why would I have to pay for it and don't get me wrong don't even get me started on social security and I don't want to get too political because that's not our gig my question is so your point is since I'm going to retire one day this woman that doesn't have kids should have to pay for school no my thing is you might not use all these things that you're taxed for but i mean suck it up and deal with it or vote for somebody who's going to change it do you realize that what she said by the way was i think it's dumb that we have to pay as much as parents with kids she didn't say pay nothing yeah so well then i'll pay less medicare until i eventually your medicare argument is terrible I love you because i love you bro but your medicare argument is terrible i don't think any of these are you are going to retire you, He's, not necessarily. You might die before you hit retirement age. Connie, I understand what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And yeah. I'm not calling you Connie. I understand what you mean. Because Connie died young. But the point, your point is like, everybody might use Medicare. These people aren't having kids. Hold on. Hold that thought. What do you think, Christine? I mean, I don't, I don't click agree a six, with her because I, I, I don't have kids right now. But the way I see it is I'm contributing to my community. And I want a better education, a better school system for kids. Okay. Because they're going to be the future. So, yeah, I mean, I I have no problem paying as much <laughs> and putting it into, the, into school. Okay, so you, you don't have a problem with no, it. Now, again, and you're so here's what happened. We got a text from somebody that says, I know you guys are talking about claiming your pet as a dependent. I'm a pet owner. We were talking about that earlier. She goes, she, that's neither here nor there. She and her husband are 38 and 35 and have decided not to have kids. She thinks it's dumb. Uh, that we have to pay as much, this is their her quote, we have to pay as much as parents with kids for schools. It seems like it should be less, if nothing, for us. Steve said, I'm never retiring. Well, I'm saying argument. you can make this argument for a ton of different things you're taxed for. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. This is her question, though. It's not about Medicare. It's about this. I know. And I say, yeah, suck it up and do it because there's a lot of things people pay taxes for that they don't want to, but vote for someone different then. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying your argument was vote for someone different, but her point, is it a valid point to you? I'm assuming no. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Click a six, weigh it all the way. Sorry to upset you so much, Steve. We'll talk more about it here in a minute. Uh, Steve, who am I going to, Tiffany or Anonymous first? Uh, Anonymous knows the exact tax code and can explain why this person's wrong to begin with. Okay. And then there's Tiffany, who's a teacher. Okay. Did, so did, two no, people on my side, I'm pretty sure. Did you tailor these people to... <laughs> no. Yeah, I noticed the phones were pretty lit up. Definitely not Steve is Anonymous. Yeah, <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany feels special about uh, the, the fact that you were picked by Steve through the phone lines because... We only have time to run a couple calls, and he knows that based on management const- uh, constrictions. And for some reason, all the calls agree with Steve today. 
Uh, here's what happened, Tiffany. We got a text from a member of the Click of Six, and they were talking about taxes because today is tax day, right? And, and more or less, to get to the end of their text, she said, my husband and I are 38 and 35, and we have decided not to have kids. I think it's dumb that we have to pay as much as parents with kids for, uh, for schools. It seems like it should be at least a little bit less, if nothing, for us. What do you think, Tiffany? Uh, my thoughts are the fact that if you have a poor school system, it's going to affect your property taxes. So if value, couple, yeah. If this couple would like to move someday to a condo or Florida or wherever, yeah. they may want to go when they retire. If their school system is poor, that doesn't bring the people in to the district. That's a good point. To have your property taxes go up, therefore your sale of your house goes down. So your answer is definitely they shouldn't even get a reduction. I think that we need to embrace the reality that we should all help pay for school systems. I'm a homeowner, uh, Christine and Steve Rent. Uh, Steve's buddy, the landlord, mm-hmm. is a homeowner. You know, yes. and he's, I, I definitely feel that we should pay. I, I think they're a little off on that, like paying nothing. But she's acting, asking yeah. if she should pay less than someone with kids. So your answer would be what? No. Okay, you're, so you're no. on the fence. Got it. I, I'm, I'm, I am straight up saying no. Tiffany. No, I don't think that that... <laughs> No, no, honestly, I understand. I mean, Tiffany, I, I have a thing that I to say to you real quick, though. I know that the schools are ending early this year because they all started early. Are you excited for your summer? I am, except I signed up for summer school. So nice. <laughs> nice. You would have um, got to hang out with people like Steve and I uh, all summer long. It would have uh, been fun. But did you go to summer school? I did not. No, oh, I taught it when I was in high school. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. No, you I didn't. didn't. No, you weren't. Hey, Anonymous, how you doing? Good, how are you? Very well. Okay, so a question for you about this rando texto that we got. Remember the click, of, not rando texto, sorry, habit. Remember the click of six messaged in, husband, wife, 35, 38. They uh, think that they shouldn't pay, let's just say, as much as uh, parents with kids for uh, uh, taxes for schools. What do you think? Well, if they own and occupy their home in the state of Michigan and they properly file their principal residence exemption, they don't pay taxes to the school anyways. Okay, so wait. So if you are a homeowner in the state of Michigan, you don't have to pay, okay, you don't have to pay taxes for schools? Really? Yeah, and in the state of Michigan, if you own your home, if you own a home, and you live in your home, you can file a principal residence exemption, which exempts you from the school's operating taxes to be to pay to the school. Okay, wait a minute. What do you do for a living, if you don't mind me asking, Anonymous? Uh, I used to work for a tax assessor's office. Okay, so you know the industry, right? I, I do. I, I need to give you a better setup. Hold on. Here we go. On the phone with us right now, someone in the tax industry that can solve it. So let's talk about taxes for this United States of America. <laughs> as far to your knowledge then, so if you're a homeowner and you don't have kids, you should get or not have to pay taxes for schools? It doesn't matter if you have children or not. In the state of Michigan, if you own a home and you live in your home and you file your principal residence exemption, you're exempted from paying school tax. Hmm. All of it or just some of it? All of it. The whole 18 mil. Huh. Interesting. I did not I, know I, that. I did not yeah, know thank you so much. I appreciate your knowledge and you providing us with that. <laughs> it's probably no been problem. overturned or whatever by now, but that's cool. 
No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Steve, let's wrap this up. Steve got really worked up. Some people uh, kind of uh, said some really laugh face emojis about Steve. We were having a conversation here. Uh, Christine, go ahead and get those texts ready. We're having a conversation. A woman 38 or husband's 38. I don't know the age. 38, 35. I don't know who's what. They've decided not to have kids. She thinks it's dumb that they have to pay as much as parents with kids for schools. It seems like it should be less if nothing for us. Again, we don't know uh, where they are. They could be listening on the app. They fed it through the app, so they could be listening anywhere in the world. Christine, what do we got via texts? Uh, some people agreed with you, Steve. Other people said you're infuriating. All right. Uh- <laughs> I like it. Steve's way of arguing is very unique for what we do, but that's why I love Steve. Uh, someone said, is that lady cool with people entering society that don't have education then? Because schools provide education to make society better as a whole. It's not necessarily about whether you you yourself have children. Uh, someone said, I think a majority of people will agree with Steve in that people should suck it up and pay for taxes for schooling, regardless of kids or not. Your example was not the best, though, is what she said. <laughs> Here's something interesting that I don't necessarily agree with, and we got a couple of texts about this, that if you send your kids to a private school, yeah, um, you pay for that and the public school. Yeah. No, so watch. that's hold a on. lot. So hold on a sec. Let's, let's, we'll just do this real quick uh, okay. based on time constraints. What do you think of that? Well, then don't send them to private school. That's that's. <laughs> <his argument>. And <laughs> if you're gonna get a break for sending your kid to private school, and some actually though, private schools are it's a religious thing though, Steve. Just so you know. Yeah. If you're gonna get a break for sending your kid to private school, then I'm not paying for what's something else other than Medicare. My that, water bill. My I, yeah, what? What? yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Rando text that we're about to get into. You can call. You can text. Rando, texto, messageo via Apo, free download on Apo Storo. I need help from the click of six. So, I've been dating this guy for the last year and a half, and about a month ago I moved out from his place because we got into another fight over his over his animals. This time, the fight was over his cat peeing in the house. He knows I don't care for animals, so I suggested the cat being an outdoor cat, especially if it's going to keep peeing in the house. I'm also a single mom who has kids who got very attached to my boyfriend. When I told him I was moving out, he was very mad and said some very hurtful things that I can't get over. Since I've moved out, we get into more fights than ever. He still wants to spend every weekend together, but I want the time to get my place put together. It's my only time alone since I don't work and my kids are normally gone for a few hours. He said he wants me and the kids to spend the night at his his apartment every weekend, but refuses to stay the night at my place because he claims he can't leave his one cat and one dog alone. I think it's time to break up, but how do I do it without being hurtful towards him? He really is a good guy, but he's a little possessive and too much for me. Help, COS. Thanks for any feedback. Now, part of this feels like a little bit of a no-brainer. It sounds to me like he doesn't want you to move on, so he's running a little flank defense right there, just kind of keeping you busy on the weekends. He's afraid you're going to go out with somebody else. But he's clearly still into her. I agree, but... I don't know who she thinks she is telling him to put the cat outdoors. That Why? ain't cool. If someone told me to get rid of my cat or put it outside, I'd be like, mm-mm. Bye, Felicia. You're done? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he signed, she signed up for this whole thing. Is the cat new? Do we know no, that? Or is it- no, these are obviously pets he had before he met her. And I think this is something 
aside from this specific rando texo to take into consideration if you're not an animal person you probably shouldn't date someone with animals and on top of that by the way uh, the hard part is too is someone that got married older or later in life and christine you'll be someone now officially later in life yeah for sure when you get married it's different when you're playing around i mean like pets are pets let's be honest right but kids are like that's a he's got this relationship she yeah. lived, she's a single mom and lived with him which means the kids live there they didn't she mention the kids really miss him or something yeah she said that they've developed a really good relationship with him and it seems as if he has too if he's like hey i want you and the kids to come to my house every weekend steve you'll be a single dad at some point here Aww. soon <laughs> What do you think, brother? Well, I'm shocked that the relationship even survived her moving out. That seems like that would be the final the straw it, in yeah. the story. That's, uh, I'm shocked at your reply since when you and your girlfriend broke up, you followed her around and gave her pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't still dating at the time. I was just straight up stalking okay, in a loving what, way. Uh, like loving stalking. Is there such a thing? As yeah. healthy stalking? I believe there is. <laughs> all right, click a six. Weigh it all the ways. OMG. Rando texto messageo via Apo, free download and Apo Storo. Fired away, Christine. I need help from the click of six. I've been dating this guy for the last year and a half. About a month ago, I moved out from his place because we got into another fight of, over his animals. This time, it was over his cat peeing in the house. He knows I don't care for him, so I suggested the cat being an outdoor cat. I'm also a single mom who has kids who got very who got very attached to my boyfriend. When I told him I was moving out, he was mad and said some hurtful things that I can't get over. Since I've moved out, we get into fights more than ever. He still wants to spend every weekend together, though, but I want the time to get my place put together. It's my only time alone since I don't work. She meant she doesn't work on the weekends. Someone commented on that. She, yeah. doesn't, she doesn't work on the weekends. And my kids are normally gone for a few hours. He said he wants me and the kids to spend the night at his apartment every weekend, but refuses to stay the night at my place because he claims he can't leave his one cat and one dog alone. I think it's time to break up, but how do I do it without being hurtful? He really is a good guy, but he's a little possessive and too much for me. Help, COS. Okay. Thanks for any feedback. So here's the deal. Uh, via, like, Steve made a good point, like, that the point she moved out, she should have followed through with the breakup. That's, yeah. I don't know about you. I've had those where you don't follow through, and you're like, man, maybe I should have followed through. Now, Nicole has a beautiful daughter named Kenzie. Nicole, uh, Christine basically called that girl a hoe. I didn't uh, say for that. For being mean to cats. <laughs> what do you think, Nicole? Go ahead, Kenzie. Uh, well, just, first of all, if you're an animal person, you don't want to date an animal person. I feel like that would be common sense. <laughs> yeah. Hello. If you want, oh. uh, Nicole, I'm sorry. You're, yeah. you're cutting a little bit. Uh, cutting a little bit too in and out there, Nicole. We had to let you go. What did she say off the air, Steve? Uh, essentially, that if you're you sh if you're gonna date a uh, animal person, you should be an animal person. <laughs> I mean, more or less. Yeah. You want to date if you want to if you're not an animal person, but you want to give it a try. But don't move in with them, especially with your kids. Right. Again, the guy the kids are starting to miss the guy. Christine, based on time constraints, on uh, placed on us by management, we got to wrap this up here. What do you got for me over there? I mean, for the most part, everyone's saying you just got to end it. You already moved out. You'll both be happier in the long run. Yep. You clearly need someone who doesn't have pets. He needs someone who at least understands the responsibility of having pets. Uh, someone said, clean break. Stop talking to him. Stop answering his calls. Just stop.
Stop. Wow. No, don't ghost him. Don't ghost him. I saw a survey today. 70% of breakups nowadays happen with people ghosting, which means- Oh, that makes me so mad. When you disappear and you don't have the cojones to actually have a conversation with them. The best message I saw via the app and the text program Mm -hmm. was from somebody that says something about ding, 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 fish, because I gave great advice. (laughs) Yeah, Danielle. She jumped on the fish train. She said, ding, 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 fish, dump his butt. Who cares about hurting his feelings? He didn't care about yours when you left the first time. Run, girl, run. Yeah. (laughs) Run, girl, run. Did that help? I feel it did. Either way, I think you should just rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, or just hook up with them once in a while. Either way is good. <laughs> Booty call. Hamburger. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Ah, the post-it note. You guys remember the movie? I was uh, with Lisa Kudrow. Yes, Romy's and Michelle's high school reunion. Romy and they and pretended the, to be uh, the on. inventors of post-its. Hold on, there we go. <laughs> um, I invented post-its. You're kidding. How in the world did you think of post-its? Actually, I invented a special kind of glue. Well, then I'm sure you wouldn't mind giving us a detailed account of exactly how you concocted this miracle glue, would you? First, you need to thermoset your resin, and then after it cools, you mix in a um, epoxide. You must be the most successful person in our graduating class. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not going to be able to You're not going to be able to say you invented the uh the post-it note now uh, because actually the inventor of the post-it note, uh, note Spencer Silver passed away. He actually invented the adhesive that they use on the okay. post-it note. He passed away last week at 80 years old. He discovered it in 1968. Funeral was held over the weekend. Here you go. Spencer Silver, one of the inventors of the post-it note, has passed away. We hear he may have contracted yellow fever. People at his office thought he was a real square. Okay. He was survived by his wife, Paige. Some Paige. thought she was stuck up. The mortician wrote a small to-do list before the service so he wouldn't forget. The eulogy was read by the president of 3M, and the funeral was held at Office Depot. And finally, people attending the service were encouraged to jot down a favorite memory and stick it on his coffin. <laughs> Reporting from the posted note inventor funeral, I'm Ed Hesive. Thanks, Ed. Oh, my God. Is that too that much? That was good. Wow. Too much? She liked it. That Come was on. Funny. Dumb humor's fun. I know. Right. Uh, okay, let's talk about Austin, Texas. A, a six year old from Austin, Texas survived leukemia, and the Make a Wish Foundation hooked up with the uh, Texas Department of Transportation and teamed up with this uh, demolition company. And Archer, this Make a Wish kid, got to blow up a bridge. Wait for it. Okay. That's the coolest Make-A-Wish I've ever heard. That That's is very cool. really, really cool. Six-year-old kid, again, Connie of Connie and Fish uh, passed away in early January. And Connie and I used to do a ton of stuff with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And if people wanted to donate money to something in her honor, she had asked that it be the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, locally, nationally, whatever you want to do. You don't even have to put her name on it. Just if you get a chance to donate, please do so. And that, just to be able to blow up a bridge yeah. like, would be the coolest thing ever. Like yeah. I would love to be able to... Obviously, it would be empty, 
you know, one of those Vegas, old school Vegas hotels. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to push the button. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to wire it. Like, I don't want to set you up the wiring. You just want to push the button. Yeah, I just want to push the, I don't want to, like, mount the explosives. I don't even think that's I the right I would. I wouldn't trust you with the explosives. Dude, so. I, I, I don't think you're allowed to say mount the explosives. I know. Look at that guy over there. He's mounting the explosives. <laughs> yeah. Get him Actually, away. I think that would be wrong. Yeah, I, think that would, I think I might have said that wrong, guys. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, don't mount the hey, hey, explosives. Hugs next oh. on Mix 95.7. Weird. Christine, when you hug, how, what, how tall are you? Five foot? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're five foot nothing, right? Yep. Okay. Steve, how tall are you? I am five foot eleven and a half, just under six. Okay, so just under uh, six feet. That's me too. I think I'm five foot ten and you three quarters. You are not even close. I am way no, taller. I can put my foot I, on your head without even lifting I am a, You are you a can giant. Crush you. Yeah, I clutch you. It's like you're like Andre the Giant. Yes, exactly. Remember him, like him. big wrestler. Mm-hmm. You want, you want a peanut? I do. Yeah. Okay, so you're five foot nothing. Yeah. When you hug somebody, does it feel like you're quote? Having your face pushed directly into somebody's chest. Yeah, and like my arms are underneath their armpits, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like kind of for a, sure. So when someone comes up to you and says, "Can I have a hug?" No. Give me a hug. No way. Come here. I'm not coming over there. Let's go. Forget it. Well, don't look at me like I'm freaking Frankenstein. Give your father a hug. You're. Hey, hug, don't hug, touch hug. me. <laughs> hug. hug. Get away from me, lazy eyed psycho. So hugs are coming back. They say. Like, for real, like COVID, Steve used to, so weird, group hug before the weekend with Connie and I. We lost uh-huh. Connie earlier to cancer this year, like uh, earlier this year to cancer. Yeah, so are you going to hug people, Steve, if they're coming back? Uh, I'll wait a little bit. Okay, that was a long, that was, uh, yeah, I was kind of thinking about it, I don't know, yeah. I'll probably wait a little bit. Okay, so you're gonna wait a little bit, but you'll, but you eventually are excited. Are you excited for that? I like some hugs. I'm missing hugs. Are you? All I have to do is hug my children and my wife. Yeah, physical contact. Pleasure to get out of that. The first time Alicia's doctor, (laughs) honest to God, she'd love to hear that. The first time Alicia's doctor touched her, it tripped her out. Yeah. And now that's I, I, let me clarify. Yeah, I was like when huh. she had surgery, he like you know kind of touched her arm yeah. and was like, "Hey, you, he touched me too." Mm-hmm. Uh, again, let me doubly <laughs> clarify. Yeah, he like touched her arm and said, "You're gonna be okay." And I was like, "Hey, how'd she do?" And he touched my arm. He was he's just Doctor Jabbar, okay. the hot doctor. Mm-hmm. You'd like him. He's about three inches taller than you, <laughs> so he's perfect for you. Yeah, right. He's, he's ready to go, Christine. Okay, so you you don't have a problem hugging people, or you do? Uh, it depends on who I'm hugging. Okay, because, like, what if about, like, Steve wants to do a hug every week? I'd hug Steve. Okay. All right. What about if <laughs> What if I want to hug you? I'll hug you. I want to hug you, though, and but I want to know how it feels to be you. I don't, so do I need to stand on a chair or something? No, like, if I wanna, I'll get on my knees, and I want to hug you. No. And see what you, it feels you, like you to be you. You just want to rest your head on my on my boobies. Yeah, you're right <laughs> at boob level. I, know, be, I wasn't even boobies. thinking of that. <laughs> Call them boobies. <laughs> Hi, Alicia. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Very good. I, I just wanted to give you a quick call real quick. And uh, yeah. I told you uh, off the air, and I said, hey, we're just going to throw you on the air real quick so I can ruin your day, right? I hate it when you say stuff like that. Like, I don't. That's so mean. Why? Well, because who wants to ruin someone's day at like eight o'clock in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty early for that. Yeah. Okay. So I, I t- at least wait until like happy hour time. Oh my god! She makes a fair point. Alicia probably already you can drinking. Deal with it apparently, better. yeah. Realtor lifestyle, man. They just right? party. They just party. 
Okay, so Alicia, <laughs> Alicia, I want to talk to you real quick about something coming out. You were really upset about a week okay. ago or so when Christine told us uh, they canceled. What's that? The, the pro, uh, prodigal, prodigal son. son. Prodigal son, right? Yeah, I was super upset about it. It's a great show. Yeah, and I had told you that show's probably going to get picked up by somebody, and they're going to keep it. It's a Fox show. It's a truly phenomenal show. It really is. Did it not get picked up? Uh, no, I actually don't even know the answer to that. I was just oh. going to trick you and try and get you excited and ruin it for you. No, but they did release a giant list of all the shows that have been canceled, and Christine was complaining about it off the air, so I thought I'd tell you about what they are on the air. You ready? Oh, my gosh. What else are they canceling? Okay, oops, wrong music. Hold on, I got to get the big intro. So there's a, you know the show, uh, well, Blackish and Mixedish are both getting canceled. That was the one Christine was all upset about. <laughs> Mixedish okay. is such a funny, funny, funny show. Yeah, it's a solid show. I recommend show. it. Uh, you know the show Keenan and Mr. Mayor? Yeah. Not canceled. Oh. <laughs> okay. You watch both of those? Uh, we, I do. Yeah, we do. We do. Young Rock, not canceled. Uh, that needs to be canceled. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't like that show. I know. Trust me. That's that's number six on our list of problems right now. <laughs> you know that show All Rise that you like? Yeah. Canceled. See, that's not surprising either because I have like ten of them in the DVR, so it's not that good that you you know you don't have to watch it right away. You know the show Unicorn that you like? No. Canceled. No, it's not. It is, Christine. It is. I'm it is. looking at it. Yeah, and uh, you are so mean. What is your favorite? <laughs> what is your favorite new show on television, Alicia? Oh gosh, I don't know. What is it? It's that one from. I feel uh, like there's a lot of them. There's the one. It's the one about Aaron Brockovich. <gasps> they did not cancel that. What do you know? The show I'm talking about. Rebel. Yeah, Rebel. You love that show. Dude, there's no way they canceled that. That's too good. No, People I, have no taste in TV anymore. Agree. I, I, no, the show Rebel is not canceled, Alicia. You're such a jerk. No, no, I'm actually just kidding. It's canceled. Yeah, it's canceled. <laughs> I hate you so much. He's playing with your emotions. How do you live with this man, Alicia? Awesomely. This is amazing. <laughs> you just took her on a roller coaster. Yeah, I know, right? What a great way to spend your day with someone like me, Steve. Right? I know. No, actually, Steve and I have been playing a trick on you, Alicia. The show Rebel is not canceled. You are a horrible person. No, it's Thank really you. canceled. No, it, it is, is really, canceled. It's really canceled. Alicia, it's canceled. It's Christine's right. It's canceled. <laughs> Dude, you guys suck. You absolutely <laughs> suck. That is so mean. Just the fact that you get joy off of causing somebody that type of anxiety. There is something wrong with you. No, say, Steve, don't you? I, I don't know. I think it was really nice of us. I think it was really nice. And I'd also like to add one thing. Uh, Alicia, can you bake me a lasagna for Wednesday night? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I suppose it might have a few extra special ingredients in it for you based off of how you're treating me this morning. Yeah, I know. Steve's having a week. Steve, Steve does need to schedule Alicia Lasagna drop-off. He's had a tough time. Yes, I do. No, uh, and he wanted to let you know one more thing, in all honesty, Alicia, about oh, the God. show the show Rebel. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it's not canceled. actually canceled. You guys are jerks. I'm hanging up on you. Alicia, it really is canceled, though. So don't yeah, listen to Yeah, but I want my lasagna. <laughs> it's canceled. Yeah, it is canceled, Alicia. Sorry. <laughs> I feel so bad. I have to go look it up myself now. I don't trust you. I don't, why, you know what? Marriage is based on trust-ish. Ish? Yeah, but you you instill zero trust. I Well, that's just, that's romantically, not in terms of television. Pick a lane. <laughs> okay, bye, Alicia. We have to say goodbye. Oh.
Goodbye. It's canceled. Yeah, it is canceled. And by the way, so is your phone call. Will you quit calling me at work? <laughs> canceled. Canceled. <laughs> Alicia. I don't want to talk to you anymore. No, actually, honest to God, we do what we have. We've been playing a trick on you, and we are going to let you go here in just a sec. But I really do need to tell you something. <laughs> I don't like you. No, about the show Rebel, for real. Because we knew that you loved that show, and we yeah. were talking about it. So here, hold on. We've got we've got someone in the studio that wants to tell you about the show Rebel. You ready? I'm ready. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we got to go. Thank you, Alicia. <laughs> Sorry, Rebel fans. It's a great show. Uh, Mix 95.7. That was fun. Text question of the day is going to happen here in about 12 minutes, Christine. What's something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? Yeah, it's uh, Christine right out of the giddy up went to coffee. Steve went to uh, just talking to his kids and then going back to sleep. Maybe he could sleep in a little bit. Mine was about sleeping Saturday. Nice bowl of cereal. Sit what in bed. kind of cereal? Num, num, num. I mix my cereals, <laughs> of course and that's you become do. a thing. <laughs> of course, yeah, you that's do. become a thing. I've uh, like a small layer of maybe Kraft and Crunch berries, some raisin bran, and then some Frosted Flakes. And I actually got yelled at this weekend about it. I'm so shocked you're not a high on. Why? Because I'm fat. No, this just sounds like something yeah. a high on would do. Really? You mix all the cereals. See, you're throwing me in a group. Right there. I hate when people do that. You can't throw me in a group like that. So what What? What would That's your group be? That's such a millennial be? thing to do, is what? throw me into a group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, that's because that's really what I want to talk about right now. Yeah. Steve, have you heard the term? It's a new term. I was actually talking to Webby Wendy about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Webby Wendy and I were having a meeting about the website, uh, station website. You know the drill, right? And uh, she looks at her phone and she goes, Great. Like, oh, crap, what is it now? Who do we have to talk to now? Is it We have to have another meeting. She's like, no, apparently I'm a geriatric millennial. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of fits. If you know Wendy, it kind of fits her, well, actually. let's go, let's go, let's talk about it. Because if you were born, you're a geriatric millennial, okay? If you were born between 1980 and 1985. That's me. Christine, you were born. 88. Exactly. So you're a millennial. That ain't me. You're a straight up millennial. I am. Avocado toast. I am proud. Uh, Geriatric millennials are good with computers. I am. But grew up in a world where people weren't glued to their phones yet. So unlike younger millennials, you don't lose your mind when someone leaves you a voicemail instead of texting. Geriatric millennial, does it fit so far? Yeah, so far, yeah. All right. Geriatric millennials are good with computers again, Steve. But they're also good at well, that's uh, good at work too because you can bridge the gap between older employees and younger hires. Is that true? Do you feel like you do that? Yes. Really? You like don't like talking to people? So yeah, that doesn't but fit. I can still do it. Uh, okay, so fifty-four percent of people don't like the term geriatric millennial. Thirty-four percent like it, and the rest just don't care. Aren't they zennials or whatever? Or is that a young Gen Xer? That's a young Gen. Uh, there's so many stupid terms. There's so many. Like yeah, I've just, heard Zoomer. Yeah. I don't know. Zoomer, Boomer, Floomer, Bloomers. <laughs> like, it's just those start writing. Okay, so I season millennials, elder millennials, original millennials are some of the terms people are using instead of geriatric because it's gonna hurt your feelings. So you're gonna we're gonna have to stop saying it. So we gotta say it as much as we can now. How do you identify yourself, Steve, since you're in that upper millennial crowd? Well, I mean, I'm still a millennial, but I don't identify I like don't I have a lot in common with the younger millennials, that's for sure. Yeah, like the, like, why are you, I mean, you were straight he up. He was straight up looking, looking at, at me. Looking at Christine right then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a little bit younger than you. I mean, we have some stuff in common, but yeah. still, I mean, not as much as, I don't know. I, I have more in common with Gen Xers, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Is that me? 
I think so, yeah. Okay, I don't Probably. even know what I am I don't anymore. Think, I don't think you're a boomer. I'm definitely not. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm more of a bloomer than a boomer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Would a bloomer be new babies? Maybe that's a new Maybe. baby term. Maybe, I don't know. They're, they're blooming? Maybe. I don't know. All right, so there you go, guys. 1980 to 1985, you're a Gen X or a Gen X. What is it? Geriatric <laughs> millennial. Gen- How do you feel about that? Yeah, geriatric millennial. If, if you are a part of that crowd. You, you don't care about any of this stuff, do you? Are you proud to be a millennial? millennial? Yeah. Really? I own it. Would you defend it like if your father sat you down and was talking to you about it? <laughs> I totally would. <laughs> oh, I like that you got personal there, Fish. <laughs> Hit a sore spot. Was that off? Off air conversation. Text question of the day today. Message via the app. Text in phone. You can always email as well. That's true. And today's TQ, what's something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? Stretching, meditation, and prayer, positive thoughts, positive attitude. It works most days. Others day, other days not so much. Wink face emoji. Said a member of the click of six. That would be Alicia's answer. She likes to have her time alone and yeah. uh, just kind of she goes and hides in a corner and then she'll like journal or read her Bible. Yeah. Clear her head. Uh, somebody else said, I, I get my workout on at like a boot camp. That's a good one. Uh, having breakfast with my husband instantly puts me in a good mood. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah, here's another one of these newly married couples. They said, kissing my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you used to be like that, Steve? No, I still am like that. Oh, okay. good answer. Yeah. He went, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nope, she listens. <laughs> Baby snuggles. Now, hopefully it's their kid. I would hope so. Yeah, but unless maybe you're doing like a daycare thing or maybe you hold babies at the hospital. <gasps> I want that job. What, holding babies in the hospital? Alicia's been looking into that for years. COVID kind of slowed it down. She was going to go back. She was going to be doing that. And then I think COVID hit. And they were like, "Eh, nope. Yeah. Text question of the day. Again, message via the app. Text. You know the drill. What's something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? Go back to bed. I turn off my alarm. I roll over. Yes. It's amazing. (laughs) That is amazing. I Uh, love that feeling. Somebody said, feed my dog her breakfast. She gets so happy and it makes me happy. Aw. I do love Barrett when he's getting the Barrett. We have a dog named Barrett. When Barrett's like, oh, it's there. Same with dinner, too. Mm-hmm. And he's so patient. Yeah. He'll, he'll ease a boxer pit cross, and he'll wait until I kiss him on his forehead, and then he'll go eat. Aw, that's so cute. Yeah, right? Do you do the same with Alicia? Yeah. Yeah, she'll <laughs> dance and do a little butt dance, and then I'll, like... And you kiss her forehead. Yeah, and she'll she'll go eat. She would smack me about the face, head, neck, with a pan. Uh, somebody else said I'd turn on some pink and sing at the top of my lungs. I'd dance around while I get ready for the text question of the day. Something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood. Based on time constraints put on us by the management, let's go right to the top five-ish. Uh, loving on kittens or puppies, LOL. <laughs> okay. Nice. Making dough for bread, or I make dough for bread. Oh, yeah, they probably think you need it mm-hmm. with your uh, knuckles, right? I look at the clock and I realize... I'm ahead of schedule. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Hamburger. Text question of the day, top five-ish. Let's go to one, two, three, four. Man, let's go to the five. Something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood. Number five. I dropped my kid off at school. He's been such a jerk in the mornings lately. In all honesty, I really do enjoy walking to school with him, jerk or not. It's my time. I get it. I dance in the kitchen. Somebody else said my morning workout. It sucks before and during the workout, but... That feeling after is worth it. I feel accomplished. I feel energized. Nice. 
Text question of the day, number two. Something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood. Guys, my youngest has always been a morning person. Like a happy, happy, early half morning person. <laughs> happy as fish. <laughs> uh, it's annoying, but you can't be mad. He's just so darn excited for another day. He also makes me genuinely appreciate the things that we have. He's always telling me that he loves our home and he's happy with that we live here. Wow. Isn't that kids. so sweet? Yeah, he goes on to, they go on to say, when I start to think it's not enough, his words remind me that we are blessed. Oh my goodness. That's her child. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. That'll go away. No, don't say that. It will. Much, much like fall TV cancellations, it'll go away. <laughs> and finally, number one. What's something you do or can do every morning that instantly puts you in a good mood? Guys, I love it when my kids and wife get out of the house every day. <laughs> I wear my boxers and a tie. I work from home. <laughs> I crank music when I'm not zooming. Nice. I wonder if he wears a shirt. Probably not. <laughs> Just the tie. Can you imagine getting into a meeting, a Zoom meeting with like sweet, sweet D? And he's not wearing a shirt? Yeah, and he's wearing just a tie. That would be funny to see. Hey, bro, you, yeah, you want to tell <laughs> I us. Would, I would want to see that just to laugh. You want to tell us our show sucks every day? That's the way to do it. <laughs> right? Shirtless and boxers, sweet, sweet D. I love it. Thanks, that guys. That was a good one. Thanks, guys, for your answers on the text question of the day. We'll post them up on the station website for you. Taylor Swift requested Willow on Mix 95.7. Good morning. I, the weather's not going to be too bad this week, I don't think. Mm-mm. An Oklahoma woman, actually, though. I, I don't, You guys work on your computers, keyboard, plugged into the wall at home ever? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was shocked by her computer. The keyboard actually, when lightning hit her home, and the current traveled through her wiring oh, no. into the computer. Now she was shook up, but she wasn't injured. And all of a sudden, that strike hit. I mean, it was such a loud flash and boom. It reminded me of the TNT charges going off around me in ITR in Camp Pendleton. So I knew it was lightning, and I just didn't know how close it was. Now that's not her talking, by the way. <laughs> Thank good I'm okay, still alive. Yeah. The homeowner was inside working on teaching an online class via her laptop computer and was subsequently shocked uh, while typing on that computer when the lightning hit. She was very minorly injured, refused any treatment at the scene, but as you can imagine, was pretty scared and shook up. I mean, that's straight up a reason we have to open up the old news desk. Press just in. Big news on the news desk area. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she gets shocked, so don't. Use your computer during an electrical storm, Christine. No. Thank you. Yeah, don't. <laughs> thank, you, thank, thank you for the PSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for the input. And here actually is audio of the woman that got shocked. There you go. <laughs> I don't know about that. What do you mean? Is that how it sounds when you get yeah, shocked? This is it right here. What? I don't know. It just doesn't seem legit. Sounds like something you watch on your boob tube. Yeah, your boob tube. You mean the television machine? <laughs> you know, does this not seem real? For some people, it might be. Does it ring a Does it ring a bell, Christine? Sometimes. That was uh, a few times I've been shocked. That was audio of Christine the morning after she went out on Saturday night.
out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 